Yeah. If you want, Thomas will slap you anytime you ask. Ooh, that's healthy. I mean, it'll keep your collagen fresh. It's, it puts a nice rouge on the cheek, too. Yeah. Ooh! So you don't need blush. Yeah, I won't need this blush. Slap me. <laughs> got me. You got me, gal. They got me, gal. Yeah, that would work. What if, would, well, that wouldn't really show up when I do drag. Because the foundation's got it all covered. Just take the foundation off your cheeks. <laughs> and slap then slap it. it. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. So then all the rest of it's kind of like a bronze orange, and the rest of it's just like. Yeah. Uh, or just lots of pink. slapping until the skin is like raw and then put foundation on. I like when things get raw. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Welcome to RS Movie Podcast. How did you know I was recording? <laughs> I've gotten good at it. <laughs> this is a secret. Mm-hmm. I'm not recording. It's a lie. Okay. I'm <laughs> How did you know? I've I stopped know. recording. No, I think I just like can tell the difference in your voice now that like you'll go from just like mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. and then you'll actually start responding. <laughs> this is how I always talk. No, it's not. I'm very excited about everything. I love listening to you, Chris. I love listening to you. <laughs> my top favorite five things. Number two is listening to you. Is listening to me and then responding back to my ramblings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number one is back rolls. Three yeah. is responding. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can never tell the difference because you'll go from like, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, 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 whatever. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, fucking Chris, such a bitch. Hey, you're girl! Me, you're, you're grinding your teeth like... When's he going to shut the fuck up? It's so fucking loud. <laughs> hey, Chris. So fucking loud. <laughs> that makes sense, honestly. <laughs> I mean, there's no lie. Not the first time. Wait. So I don't actually know. Did we start doing it before I talked about the W-2s? <laughs> yeah. Before? A I little bit. No, 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 no. We didn't get the W-2s. But <laughs> I just I said that Thomas would slap you whenever you want. Oh, okay. Perfect. That's accurate. So there's no W-2s. Who does? Yeah, we know that. Um, sadly. I don't have any, like, rebate for this. Do we get any tax returns? <laughs> I can give you some coupons. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us about that, Spencer. How's that going? Well, it's going great. I saw um, I have n- tell us about that. new everything. <laughs> and Thomas is mad because mm-hmm. there's no space for it. Because so I'm taking a, a break. We're on a break. Because I don't need anything else. But I have... $27 worth of extra bucks to use. And you've also got lots of coupons. I do for... have lots of coupons. Well, I mean, besides oh. the ones you just showed me. Oh, oh yeah. there's more? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's really happening. I got a... Organization. Oh, God. <laughs> Did you buy that with your extra bucks? No, they don't sell these at <sighs> Come the on. CBS, but look at all those coupons. That's a lot. So Ooh. whenever Thomas gives you the green light to go ahead and uh, go buck wild again. Well, we might do some, whenever we go grocery shopping, we could do some food deals. Some light coupons? Some light, light food coupons. Okay. Can you use your extra bucks on food? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't really like buying food at H- or at, uh, CVS. I don't think it's as fresh as it is from H-E-B. No, unless we don't buy produce there. Well, they don't even sell fucking produce. I'm talking about everything else. Some of them do. No, they don't. Do they? Maybe Am CVS Emas. No? What? Maybe CVS Emas. Is CVS Emos a grocery store too? I've never heard of it. What do they sell that's Emos? And more? Mm Mm-hmm. They carry whatever a CVS carries and then more. Electronics? 
No. Um, pharmacy? CVS is a pharmacy. <laughs> That's literally its main chips. purpose. They sell chips at regular CVS. Oh, God. I'm going to Google it. No. Maybe it's just the Spanish products. Ooh. Suavetel and Fabuloso. <laughs> Lemon. No. <laughs> Lemon pledge. <laughs> That's racist. What? For lemon pledge? Yes. CVS is <laughs> Why? Why is this necessary? It's important. Just go to fucking HEB like every other normal person. The best couponing occurs at CVS and Walgreens. Yeah, but because they overcharge you already to begin with. Also, family dollar. Yeah, because everything's a dollar. No. You'd think, but it isn't. Oh, no, also, Dollar General. Tree. Yeah, Dollar General's You'd not a dollar. think it is not. Yeah. Dollar Tree is the only one that's a Actually dollar. Actually <laughs> And then 99 cent store. I used to love 99 cent, 99 cent store when I was a kid. Because they'd be like, oh my god, I can buy so much stuff with my $5. And it would fall apart in a day. Yeah. I got five toys. <laughs> and they're all made of lead. <laughs> lead paint. Is that why my head is misshapen now? <laughs> yep. No, I think you just misshaped your head when you shaved it. Maybe. Mm. When did you cut that hair? I need to cut it. Yeah, because this side like, is a little bit long. Yeah, I cut it like a week and a half ago. Oh. No, right before convention, so two weeks ago. Oh, mm. she's got a full new growth. Yes, she does. She's You're growing gonna, hair all of a sudden. But you only should get parts plaits. Of my head. What? We should get plaits. What is that? Braids. No. I think you should get box braids. No, there was a guy that I knew when I was in college that had um, what are those dreads. Things? That no, yes, yes. <laughs> Final answer. He was white. Oh, yeah, dreads then. Yeah, he had them for like ten years. Um, I used to watch YouTube videos. Used to? Who am I kidding? You st- we were watching one ten minutes ago. I still watch YouTube videos <laughs> of specific things. Um, I really like to watch girls take their braids down. I think that's interesting. Why? Because their hair grows. Yes, that's the point of hair. Yeah, and they're like, look at how much growth I got, and then they get show all their breakage and stuff, and I'm like, that's a lot oh. of hair that you lost. Yeah, your hair is now. And then I watched people cut. take out their dreads, and I'm like, that's a lot of hair you lost. Mm-hmm. There was this one white girl. Because there's had. really no saving it from the dreads. Isn't it just like nasty? Like, no, it's that you lose hair. Your hair sheds naturally. Yeah. But when and you it have just, dreads, it doesn't fall off. Yeah, it's all it stuck together. It just stays so in the dread. It's all like old, old hair. Old dead hair. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. But basically, when you take off dreads, aren't you supposed to just like cut it? No, you can oh. brush them out. Oh, okay. Anyways. <laughs> Riveting. Anyway. Child. So, couponing's um, going I was great. Say something else. Oh. That one was More great. about couponing? No. No, I don't know where it's going with that. It'll come to me in the middle of your story, I'm sure, and it'll just hit me and I'll interrupt you like I always do. So I went to the Family Dollar in the ghetto. Uh-huh. How'd that go? Which it really was not supposed to be the get the corner of six ten and forty five. It's technically the heights. Which side? Heights side. Like the inner. Like right the here. Wh- no, that's up by like North Main. It's airline. Was yeah, the that's not Street. airline and not 20th. quite like the heights. It's near North Side. Yeah, kind of. 
It's the middle ground. Yeah. It's kind Anyways. of like the, the no man's land. <laughs> I had a great time. Uh-huh. It was a very dirty store, but mm-hmm. anyways. And the one girl that was there, she was like. Most of the stores are dirty. I just don't care. Just get whatever you need and leave. Just feel it. Honestly, at this point, just walk out. I was like, do you guys have a basque yet? And she was like, what? What the fuck is that? I'm like, you know, like a basket. I know, basket. I'm just like hot down the, the, the aisle. And like, she was like, yeah, whatever. Here you go. And she got back on the phone. That sounds accurate. And then and I, I bet that she was a manager. She was the only one there that worked there. So. Makes sense. And there was a man outside that was talking to himself. I think that's most places in Houston, though. Downtown, at least. What was that? That was you. Doing what? The vibrate? See, I didn't get in trouble this time. I didn't get in trouble either. Because <laughs> I'm the one who did it. <laughs> I got you in troubles. Wow. Oh, I got to <gasps> No! You have a new hobby. Oh, my, new, my newest, newest hobby? Newest addition to the family here. Um, I got a plant. <laughs> His name's Lionel. He's an ivy. And I'm going to kill him. And for a total of six hours uh-huh. and already watered him how many times? Just once. Oh, okay. But he was already wet. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they were, they're were they always pretty wet at, at Home Depot, aren't they? Not always. Succulents stay pretty dry because they're allowed to be dry. This one was in the indoor section. There were succulents. Oh, like the actual, actual inside? Mm-hmm. Oh, over by, like, the bamboo and orchids. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so you got it from the fancy section. He's never been outside. Mm-hmm. Just from the car to the door. You didn't put him in a bag, though? No. He's probably sunburned. What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's overcast today. So, I got sunburned. I love overcast. Can you see these? You need to start wearing sunscreen. I do, I look really white moisturizer. to you. What? Do I look really white to you? You always look white to me. I'm trying a new S- SPF, and it is very white. Mm-hmm. And Thomas said I look like a grandma. You said that. I said that. I said that true. to Thomas, and I agreed with him. <laughs> <laughs> you just said that I looked fucking ghostly. I didn't say fucking. He just said ghostly. <laughs> you look deceased. <laughs> You win some, you lose some. You know. <laughs> you should go to a mortuary to get some makeups. Ooh, <gasps> pink blush. Ah, I should wear blush all over. Just. <laughs> 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 I'll stop a blushing. On my days off, I don't wear makeup. Wait, so why why does your SPF not rub into your skin? That's a physical SPF. What the fuck does that mean? It's a mineral sunscreen. Okay. Will make a cast on the face. It's not a chemical sunscreen. So it doesn't blend in. No, most sunscreens don't. Mine does. Yours is a chemical sunscreen, then. I don't know. You're the one who recommended it to me. Which one is it? The daytime moisturizer from Cerevue. Oh, because it's in your moisturizer. Yeah. Yeah. So you put on mine is just sunscreen and sunscreen. Yes, because I don't like to have moisturizer in my sunscreen or. Yeah, I don't like to have sunscreen in my moisturizer because it takes down the moisturization content of the pro- product. So you recommended me a shitty product. No, I didn't because you only wanted two products. You didn't want a day and a night cream. So I said the day cream is more important. You gave me two day and a night cream. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, then you did. I didn't want you to. <laughs> I think I asked, I'm sure, if you wanted to have sunscreen or not. Yeah, and you gave me one with sunscreen in it. Yeah. 
because I didn't think you'd do two steps. Yeah, and I wouldn't. Exactly. I barely do the one. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Don't you love being my friend? I'm going to turn your mic off. That's yeah, fine. Um, so how is dry January going for you? Um, As I sip my wine. Fucking dry. Uh-huh. I don't feel any different. Do you look any different? Do you feel maybe a little bit? Do you sleep better at night? No, I sleep worse at night. So you need alcohol. I know. Does he snore less? Nope. No. No. It's not so much that I sleep worse. It's just I have a little bit more trouble going to sleep. Uh Usually it's just like, done. I had three glasses (laughs) of wine. Blackout. (laughs) <laughs> now I'm like, mm, my legs are a little restless. Mm. Yeah, huh? exactly. No. Oh, man, I'm so tired. You're also drunk. Yeah, fine. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Just <laughs> rolling tired. Oh, don't. Listen, don't. okay, I don't have any time to brush my teeth. I'm going to lay here. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking... <laughs> Both of us every Saturday. Honestly. <laughs> Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday, <laughs> Wednesday, something. <laughs> Depends on you know <laughs> something. Depends on well, something. I will be doing um, dry February, except for <laughs> February seventh and eighth. That and is not nine. a dry month. Why don't you just say I'm only going to drink on the weekend? <laughs> I'm only drinking on the weekends, except during the podcast. <laughs> I'm just going to drink Wednesday, Wednesday, Saturday, Friday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, Sunday. Wednesday, um, Valentine's Day. Uh, But that's a Friday. So that's okay this year. um, Yeah. Oh, fuck. I have to drink on. Have to. (laughs) (laughs) Super Tuesday. I have to drink on uh, Galentine's Day, which is the weekend of Valentine's Day. And I have to drink the last weekend of February. Okay. So I'm only not drinking one weekend in February. (laughs) But it's a leap year, it's so a, yeah. I, it evens out. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh-huh. 29 days. Wow. This is going to be really tough. Let me just look up some obscure holidays for you and see if the, we can find Flag some day? more for you. Well, maybe February. I mean, I'll have to drink a Valentine's Day because I'm single, so I'll have to drink wine because that's Singles Awareness Day. Texas. Mm-hmm. Why is that the thing that pops up? Texas Day? Mm-hmm. Texas Independence. Groundhog Day. Ooh. Ooh National Chocolate Sunday. Day. I have to drink on Groundhog's Day. What the fuck is National Get Up Day? Wake Up. Yep. National Freedom Day. Candlemas. Ah. Oh. Groundhog Day. Ukulele Day. Candle Super Bowl. Day is in November. Candlemas? Can- oh. Candlemas. Candlemas. Candle Day. Because I buy candles from Bath and Body Works on that day. Oh. They're like they're super cheap. They're like eight bucks for a three wick candle. You know how much they normally cost? Twenty-five dollars. So of course I'm gonna get on that deal. You know I love my deals. Not as much as you, but <laughs> yeah, I only go hard, for the rubber ducky sale, the yellow sale. Oh my god. The only got... sale only sales when you can buy like six of one item. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, usually it's like air fresheners, like the plug-in yeah. wall ones. I mean, the fact that you have six air fresheners under your sink does not give that away. Anyways, National Black <laughs> HIV Awareness Day. Okay. Um, Wear Red Day. Mm-hmm. Pizza Day. How many? There, I feel like there's a pizza day every month then. Why not? National International Day. There's probably day. like International Pizza Day, National Pizza Day, 
day of pizza, you know. Clean out your computer day. Uh, I don't ever do that. Um, Computers where I put oh, all things. Oh, make a friend ever. day. I don't want to do that. Uh, don't sign me up for that. Safer internet. There's Galentine's Day. On the uh, 13th. Yep. Then Valentine's Day. And then Singles Awareness Day. The yeah. day after Valentine's Day? Uh-huh. I feel like Valentine's Day is Singles Awareness Day. Not according to this. February 20th, Rihanna's birthday. Why is that? A t- <laughs> it's on the list. It is on <laughs> the list. Holiday. National Margarita Day. Mm-hmm. You have to drink that day. Why is it in February? I don't know. Yeah, I definitely have to drink that day. Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. Ash Wednesday. Ooh, I got a drink for that. <laughs> got a drink on Ash Wednesday. You got a drink. Now, did, did <gasps> you drink the day Pokemon before? Day. Was it like Big Woman Tuesday or something? Martha. What? Martha's Tuesday? Martha. Oh. Mardi Gras. Fat Tuesday. Martha. Big Girls Day. <laughs> what? Mardi Gras. Fat Tuesday. That's what we're talking about, right? Is that a thing? Yeah. No, it's not. Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras. Yes, I know it's Mardi Gras. Mardi is, is uh, Tuesday in French, and Gras is fat. <laughs> National Hot Breakfast Month. <laughs> National <laughs> Pet Dental Health Month. I don't like. Okay, moving on from this. But I'm. But Thomas, there's a lot Thomas of Thomas yells at us stuff. for reading things off of on our podcast. So okay, we're also almost twenty minutes in. So, so let's we should keep probably going. <laughs> Hey, welcome um, to our podcast. Hey. <laughs> Wait, we have to hold on. So before we get started, oh yeah, let's hear a word from our sponsors. If I can pull it up, do you have yours? Nope. Oh, well, I'm gonna pull this one up real fast. You want me to read it? Yeah. Okay. You sure? Um, I'm pulling it up too. You, gonna be you start, but run. Go like super slow. Okay. In Focus Group supports organizations on their LGBTQ journey through training, consulting, and speaking. The InFocus Group team is passionate about connecting individual I'm sorry, organizations and individuals to the power of LGBTQ diversity and inclusion. InFocus Group works to develop partnerships with organizations pursuing an LGBTQ inclusive workplace culture. We know that organizations achieve their best outcomes when LGBTQ employees bring their full and authentic selves to the workplace. Those organizations willing to invest in LGBTQ inclusion thrive financially from positive brand recognition. Learn more about the uh, learn more about the work at Enfocus Group and how they can help your organization with LGBTQ diversity and inclusion by visiting their website at www.enfocusgroup.com. That's e n f o c u s g r o u p.com. Check out the InFocus Group blog and also sign up for the InFocus Group newsletter and receive your free PDF, Nine Returns on Establishing and Maintaining LGBTQ Inclusive Workplace Cultures. Wow. Look I at love go. LGBTQ inclusivity. I'm glad that we don't have that here. Just kidding. We're all LGBT. Even Kennedy? He's T. I believe it. I see him when... Wait, you're wearing your your. I'm wearing my trans. Trans lives sweater. matters T-shirt. No. Oh. It's like. It's gender neutral because, baby girl, baby boy, white. What? Mm. What? What is gender? What is gender? Gender is fluid. Listen, I have. A lot of makeup in there, so. Yeah, and, and I've also played a woman several times. And you've been a woman. Yeah. You are a woman. Sometimes. On the inside. Yeah, probably. That makes sense a little bit. You're trans. 
No. Oh, I wish. I thought we were going to have a coming to Jesus moment. No. Who went first last time? Uh, I did. Oh, it's my turn then. Yeah. I fooled you. Did I tell you that I fooled you? Because I changed my topic too. Oh, I changed my topic too. Um, <laughs> Is that our theme for this month? <laughs> changing the topic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I said I was going to do the Bermuda Triangle, uh-huh. but I'm going to save that one for later. Ooh, Maybe okay. something summary. It's going to be a mystery. Uh, this week, I want to discuss something just as mysterious, mysterious. if not a little mis- a more mysterious. Mm-hmm. Mm. I want to talk about the mystery of the lost colony of Roanoke. Oh, I love this, actually. This is a good I one. researched a lot about this in high school. Because I wanted to know more about it. So I'm excited to hear what you have to say and your theories. Well, so there's... Okay, I'm going to run through the events. And then there's 12 popular theories. Oh, 12? Well, well, that's what was... I think I only researched like five. So Some of them are very similar. Mm -hmm. 12 is a stretch. We'll call it eight. Okay. Okay. So... (laughs) We'll call it eight. (laughs) Solid eight. (laughs) I mean, definitely more than seven, but less than nine. Also, I have to say, I went to go... um, Never mind, continue. What? <laughs> so the I'll last... save the podcast. <laughs> the fuck? This is never going to get finished. <laughs> so the last colony was located on one of the barrier islands of North Carolina. These islands are known as the Outer Banks. Mm-hmm. They were explored in 1524 by Giovanni da Verrazzano. There's a lot of names in here that are going to be fucked up. Yep. Who mistook... Pamlico Sound for the Pacific Ocean and concluded that the barrier islands were in Isthmus, recognizing this as a potential shortcut to China. He presented his findings so to... he went like across a half-mile island and was like, you know what? He was like... Pacific Ocean. We this new Florida, tiny Florida, let's go. We did it. Great. Love that. Um, so he presented his findings to King Francis I of France and King Henry the VIII eight of England, neither the of the crazy one mm-hmm. with all the wives hmm. and the and murder killed them all <laughs> and the murder. Uh, in 1578 Queen Elizabeth I granted a charter to Sir Humphrey Gilbert who to explore and colonize territories unclaimed by Christian kingdoms. The terms of the charter were vague, though Gilbert understood it gave him rights to all territory in the new world north of Spanish Florida. Following Gil- Gilbert's death in 1583, the Queen divided the charter between his brother Adrian Gilbert and his half-brother Walter Raleigh. Adrian's charter gave him the patent on Newfoundland and all the points north, where geographers expected to eventually find a long-sought northwest passage to Asia, while Raleigh awarded the lands to the south, though much of it was already claimed by Spain. However, Richard Hacklute had been by this time taken notice of Verrazano's isthmus located within Raleigh's claim and was campaigning for England to capitalize on the opportunity. Raleigh's charter, issued on March 25, 1584, specified that he needed to establish a colony by 1591 or lose his right to colonization. He was to discover, search, find out, and view such remote heathen and barbarous lands, countries, and... Territories to have, hold, occupy, and enjoy. That was have, verbatim hold, what they occupy, said. And They'd enjoy. be like, we, let's just put every adjective, any adjective, any verb. Anything to this land possible. Whatever you want to do, do it. Pillage, um, destroy. If it's not specifically listed, you can't do it. Oh, damn. 
Uh, it was expected that Raleigh would establish a base from which to send privateers on raids against the treasure fleets of Spain. Despite the broad powers granted to Raleigh, he was forbidden to leave the Queen's side. Instead of personally leading voyages to the Americas, he delegated the missions to his associates and oversaw operations from London. Raleigh quickly arranged an expedition to explore his claim, which departed England on April 27, 1584. The fleet consisted of two barks. Is it Raleigh or Raleigh? I, I would wait Ra- like Ra- R-A-L-E-I-G-H? Raleigh, North Carolina? It's R-A-L-E-I-G-H, like Lee. Raleigh. 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 He was saying Raleigh. Whatever. <laughs> I was waiting to ask that, but you beat me. Listen, everybody here doesn't know how to speak English as good as me. The Canadian English is a little bit different. <laughs> just have long vowels. The expedition employed Wall-eye. a standard route for in, uh, transatlantic voyages, okay? Sailing south to catch oh, the stop. trade winds. What? What's the matter? Hey. Which carried them westward to the West Indies, where they collected fresh water. The two ships then sailed north until July the 4th. Where they collected water in the West Indies? Yeah, like... Like the Caribbean. Yeah, from lakes and stuff. You can't drink seawater. Yeah, that's what I'm... Okay, continue. So they went there first because they know how to get there better. Okay. That's how it happened. That's that's how it happened. That's what he said. They sighted the land at what is now called Cape Fear, which is amazing. I love the name of that. Cape Fear, North Carolina. Cape Fear. Well, they used to call Cape Town down in South Africa the Cape of Good Hope. Because it was not. Because oh. that was where the two oceans met and actually had, like, terrible currents. And so people would die there. <laughs> oh. Don't you love that, too? I love that. Thanks to the Dutch. We appreciate you. They're like, you know, it'd be really fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, also the same thing with Greenland and Iceland. Let's fuck people up. <laughs> Let's switch the two fucking names. Stupid ass <laughs> English people. Um, <laughs> the fleet made landfall on July 13th at an inlet north of... Hatterask Island, which was named Port Ferdinando after Ferdinandez, Fernandez, who discovered it. The Native Americans in the region had likely encountered or at least observed Europeans from previous expeditions. The Secatan, who controlled Roanoke's Island and the mainland between Abelmarle Sound and the Pamlico River, soon made contact with the English and established friendly relations. The Secatan chief... Oh, boy. I heard a couple different pronunciations of this, but we're going to go with Wingina, 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 Wingina. Wingina had recently been injured in a war with the Pamlico. So his brother, Granganimeo, represented the tribe in his place. Upon their return to England in the fall, Amadas and Barlow spoke highly of the tribe's hospitality and strategic location of Roanoke. They brought back two natives, Wanchese as Secatan and Monteo, a Croatan, whose mother was a chieftain of the Croatan island. The expedition's reports described the region as a pleasant and bountiful land, alluding to the Golden Age and the Garden of Eden, although by these accounts they have been, may have been embellished by Raleigh. Queen Elizabeth was impressed with the results of Raleigh's expedition in 
nine or 15 1985 let's go 1585 during a ceremony to night rally she proclaimed the land granted to him virginia and proclaimed him night lord and governor of virginia interesting sir walter rally uh proceeded to seek investors to fund a north uh, to fund a colony Raleigh attempted a colony that failed due to a shortage of food and hostility from the native peoples. Didn't this happen like four times before he actually set up Rana? Once. Oh, okay. Um, from the native people, the Secatan. The English militia murdered the chief of the tribe, Wingina. Wingina. Is that what I said? Wingina. No. Wingina. Okay. The, tri- the chief... <laughs> his second attempt in the same area was the establishment of the colony that would go missing. He persuaded uh, he was persuaded to make another attempt by Richard Hacklut Hacklut God, he's fucking Dutch or something His name is fucking spelled Dutch <laughs> H-A-K-L-E-L-U-Y-T Hacklut Hacklut Stupid <laughs> Thomas Harriet <laughs> James White. Stupid. How? What about this? Easy. John White. Oh, uh, that's my relative. You had a lot of relatives that were murdered. I'm you? very sorry. <laughs> um. Wait. No. We don't know that they were murdered. <laughs> uh, <laughs> however, Roanoke Island would no longer be safe for English settlers, following the hostilities between the previous settlers and the Secatan local tribe, and the death of death of Wingina. Hacklut recommended Chesapeake Bay as the new site on January 7th. Hacklut is a British man, right? I don't know. Or, I didn't look sorry, that up. Dutch, I imagine. A white man. He's white, yes. Not Native American no. or anything like that. No, no, no. Um, January 7th, 1587, Raleigh approved a corporate charter to found the city of Raleigh with white as governor and 12 assistants. Approximately 115 people agreed to join the colony, including White's pregnant daughter, Eleanor, and her husband, Anias Dare. And, uh, I bet his pregnant daughter Ananias. was like 13. I don't know, but his son-in-law's name is fucked up. A-N-A-N-I-A-S. A-N... A-N-A-N-I-A-S. Anias. Ananias. Ananias? Yep. Ananias Dare. And the colonists uh, were largely middle-class Londoners, perhaps seeking to become landed gentry. Uh, the expedition consisted of three ships, the flagship Lion, contain- captained by White and Simon Fernandez as master pilot. The Lion is that the island was named after? No, oh. a different one. Along with a flyboat under the command of Edward Spicer and a fully rigged pinnace commanded by Edward Stafford, the fleet departed on May the 8th. On July the 22nd, the flagship and the pinnace anchored at Hatteras Island. White planned to take 40 men aboard to the pinnace to Roanoke, where he would consult with 15 men stationed there by Richard Grenville before continuing on to Chesapeake Bay. Once he boarded the pinnace, however, a gentleman on the flagship, gentleman is in quotations, uh, on the flagship representing Fernandez ordered the sailors to leave the colonists on Roanoke. Who is this gentleman? Gentlemen. It says gentlemen. Yeah. So we don't know. But it apparently so was not what the captain meant. of the ship. Oh. But they, so instead of going to Chesapeake Bay, he left everyone at Roanoke. Mm-hmm. And they weren't supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. 
we don't know. Well, I, I didn't look at where the boat went after that. Didn't someone go back to England to get more supplies? We're getting there. Oh. The following morning, White's party located off the site of Lane's colony, the previous colony. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fort had been dismantled while the houses stood vacant and overgrown with melons. 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 There was no we were sign. Just talking about those. I know. <laughs> Call back to when we weren't on the podcast. Apparently, they grow really well in houses. Hmm. Um, with no floors. Just a house on the land. Just house on the land. Just walls and a roof. That means that there's lots of dirt. Basically a greenhouse. Yeah. Um, there was no sign that Grenville's men had ever been there except for human bones. White at believed. The old, at the old colony, which they they're at the attacked. same place again. Yeah. Where they had just been attacked. Yeah. Yeah. Like we knew that. Yeah. They all died because they were attacked. And they left them on this island again. They were uh-huh. like, well, you know, probably best to set up in the exact same spot. Let's do it. Um, Let's so recoup our losses, you know? Uh, yeah. The first death occurred two days after their arrival. Following the arrival of... Took no arrival, time, did you? What? Took no time, did you? I know. Following the arrival of the flyboat on July 25th, all of the colonists dis- disembarked. Shortly thereafter, colonist George Howe was killed by a native while searching alone for crabs in Abelmarl Sound. Mm. While White dispatched one of his assistants to reestablish relations with the Croatan, with the help of the natives, uh, help of a native that traveled to the England with them named Manteo. Uh, the Croatan b- described how a coalition of mainland tribes led by Wanchese had attacked Grenville's detachment. The colonist attempted to negotiate a truce with the Croatan, but received no response through the Croatan with the the mainland natives. Mm -hmm. On August 9th, White led a preemptive strike on Dasamongue Ponke. (laughs) Yep. But the enemy, fearing reprisal for the murder of Howe, had withdrawn from the village and the English accidentally attacked Croatan looters. Monteo again smoothed relationships between the colonists and the Croatan. For his service to the colony, Monteo was baptized and named Lord of Roanoke and that D word that I just tried to say. <laughs> Lord of Dasamongaway Ponke. Places. Place, okay. Yeah. Um, on August 18th, 1587, Eleanor Dare gave birth to a daughter christened Virginia. In honor of being the first Christian born in Virginia. Records indicate Marjorie Harvey had given birth shortly thereafter, although nothing is known about her child. Because everyone was like, they were like, oh, you're just second best. Just show off, you little bitch. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. (laughs) Fucking bitch. Um, Which was also surprising because there was only 17 women. There was 87 men, 17 women, and 11 children. So Why one of those surprised? 17 men, women had a baby, and people are not like, what? Because <laughs> they didn't care. Back- maybe it was a boy, and they were like, oh, there's a girl. <laughs> Pedophilia. Yeah. Disgusting. Well, also because they all got married at like 12. So They were like, yeah, your first period. just going to wait. Just got 13 more years to wait now. Yeah. And you'll die at the age of 30 or younger. Mm. Foreshadowing. By the time the fleet was prepared, preparing to turn, return to London, 
the colonists had decided to relocate 50 miles up Abelmarle Sound. The colonists persuaded Governor White to return to England to explain the colony's disparate, desperate situation and ask for help. White reluctantly agreed and departed with the fleet. On Do they not know that this will take him three months to get back and then three months again to get back? Like, Well, I mean, they assumed it would take six months. They had enough food for then, but they were not going to survive very long after the winter. Yeah. Um, so he left. After a difficult journey, White returned to England. He got there on November 5th, 19, or 15th. 1587, 1987. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, 400 years. Pat Benatar. Yeah. She's very popular at the time. <laughs> Spent a lot of time Turn with that album. Around. That's not Pat Benatar. I know it's not. I, it's an 80 song. Turn around where? What? <laughs> by the time of <laughs> by the time reports of the Spanish Armada mobilizing for an attack had reached London and Queen Elizabeth had prohibited any able ship from leaving England so that they might participate in the coming battle. During the winter, Richard Grenville was granted a waiver to lead a fleet into the Caribbean to attack the Spanish, and White was permitted to accompany him in a resupply ship. The fleet was set to launch in March of 1588, but unfavorable winds kept them in port until Grenville received new orders to stay and defend England. Two of the smaller ships in Grenville's fleet, the Brave and the Roe, were deemed unsuitable for combat, and White was permitted to take them to Roanoke. The ships departed on April 22nd, but the ship's captains attempted to capture several Spanish ships on the outward-bound voyage in order to improve their profits. On May the 6th, they were attacked by French pirates near Morocco. Nearly two dozen of the the crew were killed, and uh, supplies bound for Roanoke were looted. Stupid. So they had to go back to England. Yeah. Hey, let's go ahead and attack the Spanish. Oh, we got too close, and now we're sucked by the French. Cool. Yep. Great. Well, I mean, I think he had to go that way and then over. Because oh, you have to get below the tropics, don't you? Some The I winds. It's easier the to wind. get there that way. Yes. So trade winds. Um, blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck was I? <laughs> oh. Following the, the defeat of the happening? Spanish Armada in August, England maintained the ban on shipping in order to focus efforts on and organizing a counter-armada to attack Spain in 1589. White would not gain permission to make another resupply attempt until 1590. Eventually, Walter Raleigh... That's three years after he left, right? Mm-hmm. Well, just barely two. Okay, he left. He got. So. He left in August of 1587, got back in to England November 19 or 1587 and then left in the summer of 1590. So Two barely half. three years. Just short as three years. Yeah. Um, the fleet of six would spend the summer of 1590 raiding Spanish outposts in the Caribbean. So they were like, we're, well, no, no, we're not going there yet. Yeah, we got to <laughs> go attack some people. But they did allow a contingent of ships, the Hopewell and the Moonlight, to split off and take White to his colony. At the same time, however, Raleigh was in the Raleigh, Raleigh, Raleigh. was in the process of turning the venture over to new investors. The Hopewell and the Moonlight anchored at Croatan Island on August 12th, but there was no indication that White had used the time to current contact. Blah. There was no indication that White used the time to contact the Croatan for in- information. On 
August 15th, while anchored at the north end of Hatteras Island, the crews sighted plumes of smoke on Roanoke Island. The following morning, they investigated another column of smoke on the southern end of Hatteras Island, but found nothing. White's landing party spent the next two days attempting to cross Pamlico Sound with considerable difficulty and loss of life. On August 17th, they sighted from a fire. People were dying from what? Crossing the, the sound, the, the space between the Barrier Islands and the mainland. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe well, it was windy. Were they getting attacked? No. What was the issue? Okay, continue. It was wet. <laughs> On August 17th. There's too much water. Oh, my God. It's so wet here, guys. <laughs> On August 17th, they sighted a fire on the north end of Roanoke Island and rowed towards it. But they reached the island after nightfall and decided not to risk coming ashore. The men spent the night in their anchored boats singing English songs in hopes that the colonists would hear. Party made landfall on the 18th of August. They found fresh footprints but could not contact anyone. They discovered letters C-R-O carved into a tree. They persevered towards the site of the colony. Upon their arrival, they had noticed that a palisade had been erected. Near the entrance of the fencing, the word Croatoan was carved into one of the posts. Mm -hmm. White was certain that these two inscriptions meant that the colonists had peacefully relocated to Croatoan Island, since they had agreed in 1587 that the colonists would leave a secret token indicating their destination or a cross pate as a duress code, which is an X. Within the palisade, the search party found that the houses had been dismantled and anything that could be carried had been removed. Several large trunks, including three belonging to White, <laughs> containing the belongings he left behind in 1587, had been dug up and looted. None of the company, colony's boats could be found along the shore. The party returned to Hopewell that evening, and plans were made to contact... Don't sneeze on this podcast. I didn't know that it was actually going to come. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> however, the Hopewell's anchor cable snapped, leaving the ship with only one working cable and anchor. The mission could not continue given the considerable risk of... Oh, that's nice. I wish that we could open it. No. Oh, yeah. A white claw. A white claw. Um, Moonlight set off for England, but the crew of the Howell offered a a compromise with uh, White in which they would winter in the Caribbean and return to the Outer Banks in the spring of 1591. So they discovered that all of their people were gone, and they were like, wait... Let's go down south for the winter. Yep. Let's go vacation. They were like, it's too cold. Let's go down to the Virgin Islands. Um, this plan fell through, though, when Hopewell was blown off course, forcing them to stop for supplies in the Azores. When the winds prevented landfall there, the ship was relu- uh, again forced to change course for England, arriving on October 24th, 1590. Wait, the Azores are off of the coast of Portugal or Africa, aren't they? Yeah, they were rerouted. They blew too far away from the Caribbean. Wait, how the fuck did blow that? That's they got blown all the way back over across the ocean. Yep. Because <laughs> the Azores are over 
By like Portugal. Yep. Right? Listen, Am I making that up? I'm not a map maker, okay? That's okay. just what this, the article said. Okay, cool. Anyways, so now we have some theories. Let's talk about them. <coughs> My turn. So, <coughs> shut up. Shut up. Okay, we're good. Back at it. This, Back uh, at you, bud. Ew. Ew. This website had described 12 ways, and we'll talk about them, and I'll say which one I think, and then you tell me what you think. So, number one, they tried to sail back to England, and they failed. Okay. So, they they were like, we're going to die. We ain't got no food. Let's go back to England in their little tiny boat. Little boats that were not going to take them back to England. Yeah. Because it's quite a bit of ways away. Yeah, and they died in yeah. sea. Okay. Number one. Number two, the Spanish troops wiped them out. Okay. So the Spanish, their their colony was set far enough back to where it couldn't be seen from the coast, but somehow the Spanish found them and they murdered them. Okay. But then there would be bones there. Uh-huh. So I don't think that's it. Yeah. Um, they suffered a fatal and infectious disease, mm-hmm. which is a possibility, but then there would still be signs of bodies and bodies and stuff um also i mean what unless they just all got the flu or something yeah all of the diseases that they brought over there were the deadly ones there weren't well i think the like the native americans only had syphilis that infected that came from europeans oh yeah 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 syphilis but everything else came from the new world yeah gonorrhea old world (laughs) old world yeah yeah um (laughs) they resorted to cannibalism Mm. No, we still have bones. They ate each other. Um, yeah, I don't agree with that either. Um, some n- legends say that they transformed into trees. Wow. Mm hmm. Okay. That's the most reasonable one. Uh, <laughs> possessed by the devil. Okay. Um, are these real? <laughs> these are what they listed. Uh, cursed by witches. Okay. Which I personally love. Yeah. Um, we love witches on this podcast. Yeah. Um, they were sabotaged. By who? Um, so some anthropologists believe that Sir Francis <laughs> Walsingham, Queen Elizabeth I's Secretary of State, made sure that the colony would become stranded on a plot to discredit Sir Walter Raleigh, who funded the whole thing. Known as the Queen's Golden Boy, Sir Francis might have wanted to take him down a peg by foiling his grand plans at the cost of others' lives. Okay. Um, they were murdered by the chief of the Powhatan. Okay. Uh, they joined the Croatone type, tribe, mm-hmm. which I think is the most reasonable. Mm-hmm. Um, or the Croatoans killed them. Lastly, abducted by aliens. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. Okay, so which one you you think is Croatoans? Yeah, I think they were. They joined the Croatoan tribes. Okay, I actually think both of those. I think that they, they were abducted by aliens. No, I think they. You know, I love aliens, and anything that I can blame on the aliens, I will absolutely do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I like the theory that they were convinced to go with the Croatoans. I think that they like kind of made peace with them, but the Crotons were like, nah, bitch, and killed them all. <laughs> uh, I think that they, like, convinced them to, like, 
take down your houses. We need your materials. Like, give us all your shit. And so they were like, hey, we're going to the Croatoans and, like, wrote that on the trees. And then that's when they found the one that was a CRO, and that's when they double-crossed and killed him. Yeah, because the CRO was found, like, on the the beach, right? Like, close to the shore. And I think that's when they were, like, you know, climbing into the ships and stuff, and they were all, like, stab, stab, kill, kill, you're all dead, and took their bodies and did whatever they wanted with them. And then yeah. at that point, it is now... Native American property. So these bones that we find in wherever else are not at Roanoke. So yeah. all the bodies got transported with them. So and there's there's um, evidence that of Native Americans with gray eyes and paler colored skin. Yeah, that they think that some they may have like taken the women the, the at least young young youngins. Yeah, and yeah, I like, that. get in here. That's what I think is what happened. But it's yeah, me too. Because like they left no sign for anything. No, um, awesome. although on the map that was they made um, at that time, there was something that was covered up. There was like a, a fort um, on the cu- on the mainland, mm-hmm. and then they painted over it. And you just like corrected maps all the time because you were often wrong. Um, so Most of them were. <laughs> there was a fort, supposedly, on or near Croatoan Island. And they think that they went there. Yeah. Well, it was on the map. Yeah. That, or it's the site of the alien landing. (laughs) Your choice. (laughs) Plot twist. (laughs) So that's the Lost Colony of Verona. Wow. I really like that one. I've always been really intrigued by, like, where they went and, like, discovering more. Especially because, like, anthropologists have no fucking clue like there's like no it's answers. also from 1580 some it's yeah, like but, impossible I mean, to find able, like find bones from before humans that's true humans before humans so being able to find a lost colony and like what the fuck happened to them should be a breeze to them no because that's their job um well that's cool i like that i mean you know yeah. that was mysterious a little bit crazy is that Part of the theme from January or uh, the theme for February February. is going to be things that are just a little bit crazy. Mm -hmm. So basically January. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I've got a theme for you. You want to know about it? Let me let me guess. Let me guess. Uh Uh It's um, about gators. No, I almost did one about crocodiles. What? Yeah. But I did not. What is it about then? Uh, so I'm going to talk about Mary Bell. Have you ever heard of her? Who put Mary Bell in the witch elm? No. Oh, Mary Bell. Uh-huh. She was a child murderer. Yes. Okay, so you know about her. Uh-huh. Cool. Well, I'm going to talk about her uh, because she's crazy. Um, so I'm going to talk about Mary Flora Bell, who was born on May 26th of 1957. This is fucking wild. It is. In Newcastle, England, to Betty Bell, who was a prostitute, who was often absent from the family home, traveling to Glasgow for work. Mary, often nicknamed May, was her first child, born when Betty was only 17 years old. It is not known who Mary's biological father was, but for most of her life, she believed it to be Billy Bell, a hill, dang it, Billy Bell, a habitual criminal who was later arrested for armed robbery. Robbery. God. Robberties. <laughs> the return of the robberies. Um, but Bell married someone with the last name McCricket, 
when Mary was a baby. Uh, they lived in a very a baby. poor a baby. Bebe. A bebe. They lived in a very poor area of Newcastle in an area called Scottswood, which was a small community of working class people. You know, one of those towns where everybody just knows everybody. Uh, <laughs> Is that Mayberry? Mayberry. Over English there. Mayberry? <laughs> Mary was a victim of ongoing abuse in the home, both in the form of neglect and physical violence. Wait, um, where's Glasgow? Glasgow is England or is it Scotland? Glasgow is Scotland. Okay. I need you to do the rest of the story in a Scottish accent. No can do. Um, I can't do a Scottish accent. I feel like it's lots of long vowels. Lots of long vowels and shit. Like Shrek. Talk like Shrek. I don't want to talk like Shrek. If you don't do it, the story is going to be wrong. Well, I'm not talking about it. I don't have any quotations, sadly. Okay, if there is one. <laughs> Let me read it. Okay. I don't think... Do I have any quotes on you? No, I don't think I do. I'll look one up. (laughs) (laughs) Just so we can have one accent. I love it. (laughs) Fucking love it. Once Uh, one of you has did it, it's fucking disgusting. As soon as I do a Scottish accent, uh, Quentin will listen to our podcast and say, nope, 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 you did it wrong. Did it wrong. And she'll message me about it and I'll be sad. And I'll make fun of you for it as well. <laughs> Let me just tell you right now, I don't give a fuck <laughs> about anything about Edinburgh. <laughs> Her spine is tingling. <laughs> you just hear that, right? Edinburgh. Uh, you like that? You like, you like that, that? Don't you? you like you that? You like when I say it wrong? Edinburgh. <laughs> Okay. Mary Mary's, Bill. Mary's father was often absent from the home, leaving young Mary with whichever relatives or friends would take her for the time being. Independent accounts from family members strongly suggest that Betty, her mom, had more than once attempted to kill Mary and make her death look accidental during her first few years of life. Her family was suspicious when Mary... Yeah, she just just started shaking herself. ...fell from a window. Mm. And when she accidentally consumed sleeping pills. On one such occasion, an independent witness saw Betty giving the pills to her daughter as sweets. Mary herself says that she was subjected to repeated sexual abuse, her mother forcing her from the age of four to engage in sexual acts with men. How sweet. Um, After the fall that we discussed earlier, Mary experienced, it was reported that she had suffered brain damage as a result but now this brain damage is attributed to childhood abuse from her own mother. You should never get brain damage. Yeah. That's every serial killer that always has leads brain to damage. something not great. Mostly um, murder. <laughs> unless you get superpowers. Ooh. Here, punch me in the head. <laughs> he, oh, no, he got spine damage, according to the New York thing. Anyway, you don't want to. I don't care about any of yeah, that. Okay. Uh, Mary Wait, damaged- who is what a superhero is Kumail Nanjiani? I don't know that. The Indian guy? No, I don't think he's Indian. From the south of Asia. Okay, who is this person? He's the one that got really fit for a role in a superhero movie. But he's not a superhero yet. He made a joke about being a superhero. Oh. Because that's what all the people do in superhero movies. We were wrong. 
I don't think he's by we I mean only me. He's I think he's not been in any of the. Why did he get fit then? Because he wanted to be fit. I don't think that's true. Maybe he's gonna be in a superhero movie. I think he is. I'm gonna look it up. He's not in a superhero movie yet. I would know. You know, I would know. Well. 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 Um. So Mary had damage to her prefrontal frontal prefrontal cortex, an area associated with voluntary movements and decision making. In her work as a prostitute, Betty Bell, Mary's mom, specialized in playing the role of a dominatrix as well as other BDSM roles, which mixed violence with sex, sex, which is theorized to be where Mary acquired her violent desires. At school, Mary became known as a... He's going to be in the Eternals. Okay. It's a Marvel movie. Yeah, I know. He's going to be in it. Oh, okay. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> For Christ's sake. Is that sake. why he got fit? Yes! <laughs> you jackass. <laughs> I don't think that that's the reason why he got fit. Because I think in his Instagram story, he said that he'd been doing this for like two years. Nanjiani plays Kingo, who's one of the title characters. He's a master swordsman and, oddly appropriately enough, a film star and producer. Okay, but did that list as why he got fit? Yes. Now, it also stars Angelina Jolie, Salma Hayek, and Richard Mad- Madden and Kit Harrington. I know that Kit Harrington was supposed to be in it. Oh! God damn it. Keep talking. Because he's supposed to be like the Black Knight or something like that. I know Anyways, about movies. I know everything. I they haven't come out yet. How well, am I supposed to know he's in a movie that they hasn't hasn't come out? Because they're talking about it. You internet. Oh my god. Mary became known as a chronic liar and a disruptive pupil, and on occasion she voiced a desire to hurt people. Same right These, now. These urges resurfaced on May 11th of 1968 when Mary and her friend Norma Bell, who's of no relation to Mary Bell, uh, were playing with a three-year-old boy on top of a Newcastle air raid shelter. The boy fell mm-hmm. and was severely injured, but the incident was written off as accidental. On May 12th, the mothers of three young girls informed police that Mary had attacked and choked their children. She was interviewed and lectured by authorities, but no juvenile charges were filed. Mind, this, mind you, this girl is 11. Yep. On May 25th, one day before her birthday, two boys playing in an old abandoned house found the corpse of a four-year-old Martin Brown lying in an upstairs room. Mary and Norma, Norma Bell had followed the boys inside and had, had to be ordered out when the police arrived. With no obvious cause of death, it was assumed that Martin Brown had swollen pills from a discarded bottle found nearby. It was later determined by police that he had been strangled. Mm-hmm. On May 26th, a day later, Norma Bell's father caught Mary choking his 11-year-old daughter, uh, and then he slapped her and sent her home. Because <laughs> apparently in the 60s, you can just slap other people's children. Um, yep. Later that day, this is also the same time that they're still giving lobotomies to people, so yep. that makes sense. Later that day, a local nursery school was vandalized. Police discovered notes that read, Fuck off! <laughs> I forgot this is... <laughs> Fuck off! F- Fuck off! We murder! Watch out! Fanny and faggot! And then, We did murder Martin Brown! Fuck off, you bastard! That is the worst Scottish <laughs> accent I've ever heard. Thomas gave me a... Uh, 
And you said the F word? Yeah. You know what fanny means in English slang? Pussy. Pussy. Yeah. Well, that's what they're, that's what they wrote. Pussies and gigs. <laughs> Those are their nicknames. That makes sense. 11 year olds have no, nothing else to do. Uh, four days later, Mary Bell appeared at Martin Brown's residence asking to see Martin. Reminded of the tragedy, she told his, his grieving mother, Oh, I know he's dead. I wanted to see him in his coffin. Yeah. Straight up going up to, Hey, y'all got a dead body in there? Hey, is, is your dead son in there? Like, I just want to see him. Like, what color yeah. would you say? Like a like how fucked up is that? You're an 11-year-old kid, or I guess nine, actually. She's nine at the time. Um, walking in. Or Let me see your ten. dead kid. Yeah. Hey, hey, can I see your dead kid? Love that. <laughs> just a quick just a quick glance, you know. I know you're I won't crying, stay but, long. <laughs> I know that you're like, probably having uh, a rough time. Let me see your dead four-year-old. Would you just no, make a don't. make a, a, a batch of tea, and <laughs> we'll just sit down. We'll just sit down, and we'll stare at him. No, no big deal. Terrible. On May 31st, a newly installed burglar alarm at the vandalized nursery school brought patrolmen rushing back to the scene where they found Mary and Norma Bell loitering beside the building. How? Burglar alarm? Something, I guess. Some sort of alarm. Tripwire? Mm. (laughs) Booby trap? I guess so. I guess it would have to be. How else would you have one? They They had electronics in the 60s. Yeah, but not computerized ones like that. Well, I'm sure it wasn't like, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, you know. Well, yeah, but how else is it going to sound off? Wee, wee, wee. For sake. <laughs> Keep going. Uh, so they found the girls there, and both the girls denied any involvement in the previous break-in, and they were released to the custody of their parents. They were like, I didn't know there was alarm here. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I don't know where I, where I am. At I all. don't know what's happening. I'm so scared. I listen. I forgot my book bag here. <laughs> I um, was trying to. And my fun. math homework is so this very is important. Nursery. This is for like little little kids. Yeah, it's mathematics, love. Oh my god. So two months elapsed before the disappearance of three year old Brian Howe in Newcastle. An immediate search was mount- mounted to find this three year old, and Mary Bell told Brian's sister. He might be playing on a heap of concrete blocks that had been dumped outside a nearby vacant lot. In, a, in fact, he was discovered there, among the tumbled slabs, but he was dead. A victim of manual strangulation, legs and stomach mutilated with a razor, and a pair of, and a pair of scissors that police recovered at the scene. Police, reported, uh, r- police reports conclude that Mary Bell later returned to the body to carve an M or an N into the body's abdomen and use scissors to cut off some of his hair, scratch his legs, and mutilate his genitals. Police, police examiner suggested the killer might have been a child since relatively little force was used. Detectives started circulating questionnaires among all the children, asking suspects to account for their movements at, uh, yeah, movements at the time of Brian's death. 1,200 children were interviewed. 1,200. One, two, zero, zero. That's a lot. Not a whole lot going on. Yeah, let me just interview a bunch of fucking children. I don't even like one child. Imagine having to deal with 1,200 of them. Jesus. That's your future job. No. In hell. Yeah, seriously. Let me just interview these 1,200 kids over and over and over again. So what were you doing? And I really like um, blue. I like and, green. Um, 
when like my mom sometimes will give me little packets of sugar and then i fall asleep for like days afterwards (laughs) they they don't say that they're like and then a time's gone and i wake up and like everybody's happy to see me and, I and I'm in the hospital. Yeah, in the hospital. A hospitable. Hospitable. This is terrible. <laughs> oh, We're talking about dead children, Spencer. They're not. I wouldn't talk about a dead one. What? Okay. I'm talking about two dead ones. <laughs> so, uh, so when they interviewed all of these children, they found that. Answers from Mary and Norma Bell were inconsistent, and both girls were brought in for further questioning. So they conducted like three more rounds of interviews with both of them, and both of them were just like. Ah, bleh, 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 bleh. So Mary claimed that she had seen an older boy abusing Brian, and Norma was like, "Oh my God, I totally watched Mary kill the kid." So then she goes to trial, and at a trial in December of 1968, Norma was acquitted. Norma was acquitted of all charges while Mary was convicted on two counts of manslaughter because she quickly was just like you know <laughs> she's like I don't this is so exhausting did, just, I killed listen mom. I did okay yeah. no big deal so Here, here's my wrist slap it <laughs> slap it can I go on now so the jury took their lead from their di- from her diagnosis by court appointed psychiatrist who described her as displaying classic symptoms of psychopathy psychopathy Oh my God! That, the judge. Let me oh. just. I'm gonna. Is it boop 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 boop? Uh, the judge, Justice Cusack, described her as dangerous and said that she posed a very grave risk to other children. She was sentenced to be detained by Her Majesty's pleasure. At, at Her Majesty's pleasure. Sorry. Detained Which is at Her Majesty's pleasure. Forever. Effectively, an indefinite sentence of imprisonment. I love that. After her conviction, Bell was the focus of a great deal of attention from the British press and also the German magazine Stern. It sounds very serious. Yes, Stern. Her mother repeatedly told stories about her to the press and often gave reporters writings she claimed to be by her daughter. So she was probably like, oh my God. My daughter being a badass bitch was the best thing ever. I'm not badass Okay, a bad bitch. Being a criminal bitch. Yeah, there you go. Not not even like a good badass bitch, like a literal, like, you're a murderer. Do you have HBO Go? No. Okay. <laughs> What's it supposed to mean? There's a show that I okay. want you to watch okay. called The Black Lady Sketch Show, and it's okay. hilarious. I've heard of that. Actually, I've heard of it really good. So fucking funny. Anyways, they have a bad bitch support group. Mm-hmm. They're like, they go in there, she's like, Sometimes I don't want to be a bad bitch. And all the girls are like, <gasps> and then she was like, sometimes I just want to be an okay bitch. <laughs> I saw an okay bitch walking down the street the other day. She looked, she didn't have no makeup on. Everybody's like, <gasps> she was like, and she had bald eyes. What is it? What is that? No lashes on. Oh. <laughs> I like, I don't get it. Which is like, the dying? best thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Bald oh, eyes. Nice. Is that what I have? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean <laughs> I love that <laughs> I wish I had nails so it would be clicky <laughs> um, 
Uh, oh, described by court psychiatrists as intelligent, manipulative, and dangerous, Mary proved herself a problem inmate. In 1970, she fabricated charges of indecent assault against one of her warders, but the man was acquitted in court. Uh, in September of 1977, she escaped from Moore Court open prison with another inmate, but the runaways were captured three days later. So, in 1980, 23-year-old Bell was released from the Ascam Grange open prison. I don't know why that was so difficult to say. Ascam Grange. I thought there was an H in there, so I was like, Ascam. No, Ascam. Uh, Ascam Grange open prison after serving 12 years and was granted anonymity, including a new name, allowing her to start a new life. She's out there. Yeah, she's out there. Bell allegedly came back to Newcastle on several occasions and had lived there for some time after her release. Four years after finishing her sentence, she had a daughter on the 25th of May, 1984. The girl knew nothing of her mom's past until reporters discovered Bell's location in 1998. So that means that girl was 14 at that point. And the pair had to leave their home with bedsheets over their heads. Bell's daughter's anonymity was originally protected only until she reached the age of 18. However, on May 21st of 2003, Bell won a high court battle to have her own anonymity and that of her daughter extended for life. Consequently, any court order permanently protecting the identity of a convict in Britain is sometimes known as the Mary Bell Order. The order was later updated to include Mary's granddaughter, who was born in January of 2009, who's referred to as... Baby Z. Bell. Oh. Just Z. Baby Bell. Isn't that like cheese? Yes. <laughs> I thought it was good. Yeah. I like that. It's I good like cheese. cheese. Yeah, it is good cheese. It is good cheese. Anyway. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's great cheese. Um, Bell is the subject of two books, The Case of Mary Bell, which was published in 1972, An Account of the Killings and Trial, and Cries Unheard, The Story of Mary Bell, published in 1998. An in-depth biography based on interviews with Bell and relatives, friends, and professionals who knew her during and after her imprisonment. This second book was the first to detail Bell's account of sexual abuse at the hands of her mother, a prostitute who specialized, in, specialized as a dominatrix, and her mother's clients. The publication of Cries Unheard was controversial because Bell received payment for her participation. The payment was criticized by the by the tabloid press and Tony Blair's government attempted to find a legal means to prevent it from publication on the grounds that a criminal should not profit from his or her crimes, but the attempt was unsuccessful. So she's out there making money off of her book, Buku which we bucks, just baby. promoted on accident. Oh. It was called Our Spoopy Podcast. <laughs> That's OurSpoopyPodcast.com. Can you do a biography of... Um, a, I'm just going to get some kind of software that takes voice recordings and turns it into a Word document, and then we'll yeah, publish that. Yeah, that would be a very long book and lots of cackles. Yeah. And probably lots Four of pages of just... <laughs> my lady. <laughs> my lady. You mean malady? No, <laughs> you fucking stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I have one more sentence. Raberty's parentheses S I C. Raberty's spelling. <laughs> we don't 
know if this is correct. <laughs> Sounded right. So my last sentence is, <laughs> Mary's current whereabouts are unknown. <laughs> That's all I had. Wow. Wow. She was a murderer, little bitch. Mm-hmm. And my question is, where's she at, though? <laughs> and what the fuck she do? Because, I mean, you don't, you don't mercilessly, mercilessly kill two kids happily and just go about your life like normal. I mean, is she out there being a serial killer and we don't know it? Well, I mean, it's like your last week guy who's a cannibal and he's like, yep, still a cannibal, guys. <laughs> just here, not out there about, eating in yeah, people. Exactly. I'm like, why are you guys getting famous off of shit like this? Well, I guess she's not technically famous because we don't know who she is currently. She's anonymous. Yeah. Anonymous. But I'm like, there's pictures of you all over the internet. Why don't people know who you are? <laughs> it's just, just, you know, there's that. She looks familiar. There's that random She's British a white lady. Generic <laughs> British white lady. <laughs> I feel like she's probably um, heavier set. I feel like she's got a short haircut. Okay. Um, I'm just thinking of generic British women from television shows. Well, she's three years older than my mom. 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 Um, I think she looks like. Have you ever seen Keeping Up Appearances? No. Something Bucket? No. Virginia Bucket? I think. If you ask is. me, have I ever seen this? The answer is typically no. Have In you the- ever seen a mirror? I see it right now. I oh! Myself, like, my reactions to things. Yeah. Like, wow, I look really ugly when I make <laughs> laughing faces. Wow. Uh, I'm so expressive. I do. I actually like, keep looking at myself and like... <laughs> Dina K, no. Shut up. Um, are you a small business? Oh, I could be. I mean, this is technically a small business. I run a small business on the side of my own. Hooking? No, drag. Oh. Um, so, <laughs> you need help with marketing then? <laughs> you probably need a Facebook, Instagram, Twitter account. And you need uh, somebody to update it and uh, post stuff. At Dixie Red. <laughs> well, that's not what we're plugging right oh, now. Shit, okay? sorry. <laughs> so if you needed somebody to do that and respond uh-huh. to your followers for you or write your posts or, you know, share your posts or things share? like that, um, you don't have any time for it, do you? No, share does another time after time. No, damn it. That's not the right time. Well, <laughs> if you could turn back time, you what go. you should do <laughs> is check out Economy Works. Economy Works is a... Uh, talent network that helps you do more with less. Uh-huh. Take So marketing, they have people that do that for you. Yeah. So Share calls them. They tell Share, don't worry, we'll share your posts for you. I love that. So when Economy Works, it's what? Here to help. Shut up. <laughs> economy Works. <laughs> when we work, the, the Economy, economy Works. works. Find out more at economyworks.com. That's E-C-O-N-O-M-I-W-O-R-K-S.com. Uh-huh. How was that? He doesn't look happy. <laughs> it was personalized. Oh. Memories. <laughs> Talk about our sister podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'd also like to mention our sister podcast. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about gay stuff. stuff. Follow them on Instagram. Well, I guess you can follow them on Twitter as well. Um, and Facebook, too. Uh, but mostly because I love to use Instagram, especially when you guys, uh, not you guys, whenever they use. 
stories. <laughs> Whenever those people. Those people use their stories because you can easily like put that directly onto your story as well. And I love doing that. Whenever they have like a little like tidbit because they post something every single fucking day. And they're uh, diligent. Yes. Because I love that. There's like this day in history, uh, gay history, and like how does this relate to me? There's like a full post underneath it as well as like a quote from someone important that does something important. So follow them, like and share them because we like to get all of our community involved, honey. Also, they're doing a special uh, segment for the month of February (gasps) starting today (gasps) uh, for Black History Month. Oh, yay. So they're talking about uh, LGBTQ uh, members of uh, the black community. Black community. I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah, it's very interesting. They have a very uh, good little. Um, the images are nice. I really <laughs> like the way that they're put together. You're going nowhere with us. <laughs> no, the images for the posts. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's going to be a post every day. Okay, that's good. They and, do that already. Mm-hmm, but specific to. LGBTQ African Americans, yeah. um, but the marketing campaign is fire. Ooh, uh, are Good you helping with this? Is that what you're saying? No, oh. it's all him. Okay, He's so that means you should follow. Let's talk about gay stuff. Yeah, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or you Twitter can drop them talk a line, stuff, isn't it? Yeah, it's talk gay stuff on Twitter. Yeah, so follow them. Yeah. Um, also, let's talk about gay stuff at gmail.com. Yeah. Or if you want to hang out with us. Which you already do. You're doing it right now. So just so, message us. Hang as out well. with us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hang out with both of us. Yeah, I mean, that's my sister podcast. Oh my God. And not yours. No, that doesn't work. Nope. <laughs> well, I think that. Uh, Should we tell oh. people to. Get spoopy with it. With it. <laughs>